Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. Reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Today, there's an auction for vehicles, contractor and rental yard equipment featuring ATVs, UTVs, tools, air compressors, and more. Auction is open, rollerauction.com. Get notifications, but upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com, backslash MHS. In the meantime, Sasquatch and Wildcard Casino's up in Blackhawk. Always have great promotions. Right now, the weekend of Friday, March 8th, and that's coming up fast. They're giving away a Mustang RTR or nearly $28,000 in cash, but that's not it. In order to get one of those prizes, you can get finals entries every half hour from 10 a.m. until midnight during their daily cash drawings or by redeeming players' points. All daily cash drawings that don't get picked will go into a container for a second chance drawing on Wednesdays. And you can turn that into $7,000. How about that promotion? Pretty Always solid. great promotions. Sasquatch and Wildcard Casinos, great food, great promotions, great sports book, really loose slots. They can't say that I can. And it's a family-owned casino that treats you like family. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smokin' Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. Pro Football Network is reporting the salary cap is expected to jump by nearly $25 million. And ironically, the Broncos currently are $24 million over the cap. So on the PL, that goes to zero. We don't know what they're going to do with Russell Wilson just yet. Good news for the Broncos. But before we say great news for the Broncos, which it is, it's really great news for everybody. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, it's good for the players. Yeah, but I don't mean it that way. If you think that the Broncos now suddenly have an advantage, no. everybody else now has the same advantage, right. yeah. whether it comes to free agency or anything like that. It helps out a little bit with the grocery list. You know, yeah, you may not have to restructure quite as much as a nip and a tuck here. Maybe you don't have to quite do as much as you were expecting to do, but it what it 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 changes where the goalpost is, but it does it for everybody. What it does as well as this. Maybe there's a guy you're not dying to restructure because you're not so sure you want to bring him back. You think you do, mm-hmm. but you're not a hundred percent all in. By the cap going up twenty five million, maybe you can wait a year on restructuring a guy and maybe give him another proving yeah, year. You could. That's exactly I, right. Gives I, you a little wiggle room, doesn't it? Yeah. But the bottom line is $85 million. $85 million. That's the bottom line. And that changes everything about the way that the Broncos will be doing business for this and more than likely the next year. The next two years. $85 million in dead cap from Russell Wilson. So the rest of it is... Fine, you can do your little nip tucks and and everything else. Great, that's fantastic. You still got to deal with Russell Wilson. So doing the math, twenty four million plus roughly, let's call it thirty eight million. Mm-hmm. You're looking at sixty two million over the cap if they spread it out over two years. Well, now it's roughly thirty seven million. That's manageable. Yeah, it is. So with that, do you spread it over two years? because the cap's going to go up again. 
and I think his dead cap next year is roughly about 48 after this upcoming season. Do you eat it all at once, and you pretty much get a clean slate with the cap going up? So do you eat it all in one year, or do you spread it out over two, where you give yourself a better chance of putting together a roster to compete for the playoffs? I think that they will do the latter. I'm not so sure I wouldn't do the prior. Okay, explain the prior. And the I, I, I mean, I, I think that they will spread it. I think they will, too. Over two years. I'm not so sure I wouldn't just do it all at once and get the damn thing done with. I would, too. Just, just, just put your hands up and say, hey, this was a swing and a miss. Sorry about it. Throw, your, throw yourself to... Uh, uh, it, this it, year's not going to be good for the Broncos. No, I, I, I wouldn't I, think so. On, on so many different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, I would draft your quarterback. Hopefully you get your guy. Yep. Right. You have a year to work him into your system and then you are ready to go. Hopefully if this guy develops the way you hope with more draft picks and you'll be able to spend money on free agents, you will be ready to go in 2025. If you spread this thing out, then you're, Who knows? You're, I mean, you're, you're, right. you're, you're half-assing it. Yeah, you're still you're still on the surface in a deficit position. Now, maybe you you can work a way that you can be competitive. I mean, I, I, who knows? But the cards are still more stacked against you. I, you know, I think I'd probably rather take the whole deck against me for one year than have, you know, half the deck to deal with for the next two years. But like I said, I've never done this. I've never had to deal with a salary cap. I've never had to deal with constructing a roster and the intricacies of doing it, the challenges of doing it. I do know this. The Broncos still have no answer at quarterback. Right. No answer at quarterback. And that's daunting to me. We'll see how it all plays out, obviously. A lot of dominoes start to fall. Today's the first day that you can, I think today's the first day for franchise tags, right? Pretty sure that today's the first day. Sounds about right. Yep, 20th. So franchise tags. Now, obviously, the Broncos aren't in the business of franchise tagging anyone, but the rest of the league does. And the next big thing, I think, for for Broncos country is the release of Russell Wilson which is going to happen somewhere in the March 11th, 12th, some, somewhere in that realm, and it's going to happen. George Payton doesn't want this to happen with what I'm about to say. Neither does Sean Payton, neither does Greg and Kerry Penner, neither do the guys on the roster. I don't think they're winning eight games next year. Just suck it up and let it be a bad year. Take your medicine. And then in 2025, you really have a chance to compete with more money, and hopefully you have your quarterback. And it's not like teams don't do this every now and then. Right. I mean, it's okay. It's not about, you know, we've got to be competitive on some level every year. Well, like the last eight? Right. Do you think Broncos fans would understand that if that was the reasoning? We're kind of sacrificing this year. It's a, it's it. It's always a harder, it's always a tough pill to swallow. But yeah, I think so. I think generally. Would you, Alex, you're the Broncos fan in the room. Would you accept that 
saying we're going to eat it all. We want to have a great season. First of all, they're never going to say that. But we know what they're saying if they decide to do that. Would you be okay with that plan, or would you rather spread it out over two years with the opportunity to be competitive over the next two years, or would you rather just not tank it, but know it's not going to be a good year and you have a better chance in 2025? I would probably rather spread it out over the two years. Okay. Would you? Yep. And I think that there are plenty of people that are going to be that because there's always the thought and the hope, and I won't speak for Alex, but there's always the hope that, you know what? We can win it. We can win some games. We can get there. We, we can get to the playoffs. And then when you get to the playoffs, anything can happen. We I, already know that. I think the problem is if you do that, you eat it all in one year and everybody knows what you're doing. Mm-hmm. What does that say to Justin Simmons? Mm-hmm. You're right. That's the down. That's the, and that's not a downside. That's like, that's a bad side. Right. Yeah. Because now you're wasting another year for some of these, for veterans in particular. And there aren't that many guys I'd worry about, but Justin Simmons is one that I would. Maybe Garrett Bowles. Yes, he'd be another guy. He's a free agent after this He's year. He's been there through thick and thin. Yep. Thin. Yeah. Because there hasn't there been much thick. Right. Coming up after the break, the uh, Colorado State Rams are looking for a new athletic director. I have a suggestion of a guy that they should definitely take a look at. Although, there is some controversy around this guy. That's next. I'm one of the greatest, ain't no debating on it. I'm still levitating. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, smileysports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman today. Auction for vehicles, contract and rental yard equipment featuring ATVs, UTVs, tools, and more. Auction is open at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Paramount Siding and Windows. Paramount Siding and Windows, it's quality in everything they do. Find them at ParamountSidingAndWindows.com. Well, kind of out of nowhere, Colorado State fired its athletic director, Joe Parker, but he's going to stay on as an advisor while John Weber, the executive director of CSU's NIL Collective, 
is going to take over as the interim AD. We know that college sports has become a lot about NIL. And would it make sense to bring in a guy as your permanent AD who is intimately familiar with NIL where you have coaches resigning and quitting because they don't want to deal with NIL. Yep. With his pedigree, does it make sense for him to be seriously considered for the job? Well, I don't know about seriously considered, but considered. I mean, I, how much do you invest in a phone call? Meaning what? I mean, if you've got a guy that is, has experience in your program, has had experience as an athletic director during three very tumultuous times at Colorado, Cincinnati, and USC, by the way. And by, and just out of curiosity... Who are you referring to? Mike Bone. Yeah. So, and, and by the way, how much further is there to go up the ladder than USC? You're not going to get much higher unless you're talking about Texas. Right? Yeah. I mean, you start getting on your tippy toes then, right? Right. So, I mean, yeah. There aren't many more after that. You've got a guy that has obviously had experience in moving not one, not even two, but three different programs into different conferences. Now, think about that. You can you can go through an entire career as an athletic director and think about wh- how tumultuous just one move to a different conference can be. At the time, Colorado better off at the time moving to the Pac-12. Pac-12. It was Cincinnati, a good move and made sense. No question, better moving to the Big 12. No question. USC, no question, moving to the Big 10. Right. Better for them. And here are two things that people may or may not know. When Gary Barnett got fired, that athletic department was in really bad shape, PR-wise and everything else. Yeah. I've talked to enough people up at CU to know what Mike Bone inherited. He helped turn that around, helped build the basketball facilities up there. USC was even in worse shape. They were becoming a joke because they just kept hiring former football players like Pat Hayden to be their athletic director. Mike Bone turned that around immediately. We could talk about NIL all day. If Colorado State wants to be part of the national championship picture, if they want to be relevant, they need to switch conferences. And they have an opportunity to at least talk to a guy who is from Colorado, was an associate AD at Colorado State, worked at Air Force, worked at Colorado. His mom lives here. His daughter lives here. He has three grandchildren that live here. He is currently out of work. And this will probably be his last job. He's not looking to go anywhere else at the age of 63. As opposed to many people who work at Colorado State, and it's a stepping stone to go someplace else. Now, in all fairness, and I'd be um, remiss, Mm -hmm. I would be disingenuous to say he doesn't come with some baggage. There have been plenty of claims against him at Cincinnati and at USC with the way that he handled his business, with the way the culture was in the athletic department. I'm not suggesting it should be the Machiavellian principle of the ends justify the means. Mm -hmm. 
But I will tell you this, the ends were pretty stinking good for all of those programs. And yes, there are plenty of allegations. I can't speak to those. I know that he was never convicted in theory of something. Granted, he resigned both times Mm -hmm. before it could go any further. I don't know if there are truth to these allegations. I know people make allegations all the time that are not true because you're just upset with somebody. Maybe there is truth to it. But Colorado State needs to do its due diligence and at least talk to him. Somebody said to me on Twitter, and I'm thinking, you are an absolute schmuck. When he said to me, what does Mike Bone know about NIL? Look how old he is. I don't know. He kind of did it at USC. He's kind of familiar with it. I think he knows about NIL. He certainly knows how to get a program into a new conference. That's what he does know. He knows how to take a program in shambles, and I'm not suggesting that is Colorado State. He knows how to turn programs around. He certainly knows how to raise money. He certainly knows how to build know how to build new facilities. Mm-hmm. Did that at Colorado. Did that at Cincinnati. Interview him. Talk to him. If you're not happy, then say thank you very well, much yeah. for your I time. Mean, it's pretty simple. But if, but if you're but if you're going to read stories in the L.A. Times and form your opinion on that, then shame on you. Yeah, do do, and I'm sure that Colorado State, regardless of the candidate, will do its due diligence. I think it's incumbent upon them now. Uh, at a very interesting and because you're right, it, I was surprised by this yesterday. This was not something that I had heard rumblings about. Um, so the timing is interesting and, uh, and the move is interesting because they're keeping Joe on. He will become an advisor to the university president. Right. So it, it, uh, that's for you. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you let that. your wife know you're on the air? Well, I mean, not sure why I'm getting Sarah, that, to be honest. I'm with trying you. to do a radio show and I'm in the middle of a thought. No, no, no that's actually my, uh, our oldest son. I'm, does he know that you do a show? He does, maybe, but he may not be sure of the time yeah. change. And you should, you should he's him. not in. He's not in this time zone. So yeah. anyway, sorry about that. Anyway, but no, I I think that look, look I, I'm not hearing from you. This is the peop the, the guy that you need to hire. What I'm hearing from you is this is the this is a guy that has experience his, history historical experience in your athletic department. In this state, that is a v- available, and that on the surface, on a from a one-dimensional standpoint of words on a on a resume, has extremely good experience for everything that you're probably looking for, and success. Right. Just just pick up the phone and call. That's all. Right. And who knows? I have no idea if he's interested, but he's not working. Uh huh. Why wouldn't he listen? He doesn't seem like the type of guy that really needs to keep climbing the ladder mm. anymore. He's already been to the top. I'm guessing he wants to be in Colorado. Why not go back to a place where not he necessarily got his start, but it was one of his early jobs. I'd be willing to bet my house against a cup of coffee that Sonny Lubick would give him the highest of endorsements. Mm. You don't want to listen to Sonny Lubick? No problem. Well, I'd listen to Sonny Lubick. I would too. That's my own personal, I do have a little experience with Sonny Lubick and I really like it. Right. I mean, that's, a, that's one of the really good people that I've ever known in college sports and, and known is overstating it. So somebody said to me on Twitter, it, right? we can do better. 
No, you can't. No, you can't. You cannot do any better than Mike Bone looking at his resume. Mm -hmm. You cannot do any better. And I'll be honest with you. You will never, ever do better. You will never get a guy from USC to be potentially interested in your program. Looking at his track record. He's a powerful guy in college athletics. He has moved tectonic plates. The reason why USC is in the Big Ten is because of him, not because of UCLA. It's because of USC. They just happen to be a package deal. Sure. He looked beyond the horizon line to get USC into the Big Ten. People will answer his phone call. Do your due diligence. See how much of those allegations are true. I can tell you, personally knowing him, he's not some bad, awful guy. He never had these problems at Colorado when I covered him. Go talk to the people up at CU about him. Go talk to him. They will pretty much tell you the same thing. He was amazing. He did great things for this university. After everything that happened with Gary Barnett's situation, this program was in really bad shape, yeah. specifically PR-wise. Right. I don't know what happened in Cincinnati. I know there was an investigation. I know there was the same thing at USC. Flush it out. Talk to people who were in the know there. I don't know. Maybe somebody's trying to make him sound like a bad guy. Maybe it's all true. Do your due diligence, period. If you don't, shame on you. Shame on you. All right. That makes perfect sense to me. Especially when there's no commitment that needs to be made for a conversation. Here's the thing. We know the way the media works, and I'm not suggesting his accusers are lying. What I'm saying is we tend to believe everything that we read. Well, the L.A. Times said that. Well, there you go. That's the Bible right there. Mm -hmm. The L.A. Times. The Denver Post, whatever. Remember, everybody has a bias in the media. Don't think for a minute we don't. We do. Maybe somebody at the LA Times doesn't like Mike Bone. So they're going to start digging for stuff. And who knows if it's accurate? It might be accurate. The president of Colorado State needs to do her homework on him. And if she doesn't like what she sees, don't hire him. That's what. But to, read a, but to read a report in the L.A. Times or the Cincinnati Inquirer and make your final judgment over a media report, please, shame on you. And that is hiring malpractice because this guy's resume is as impressive as any athletic director's resume in all of college sports. Look at what he has done because that stuff is indisputable. Coming up after the break, Raiders head coach Antonio Pierce has laid out the blueprint on how to beat Patrick Mahomes. It's the Jordan rules. Mm. Huh? Mm. That's next. Here we come, right back where we started from, California. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. 
a no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Today, there's an auction for vehicles, contractor, and rental yard equipment featuring ATVs, UTVs, tools, mini skid steers, air compressors, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to RollerAuction.com slash MHS and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. Well, everyone should thank Antonio Pierce as he has a way to slow down Patrick Mahomes, Mm. at least for his team. But everyone should probably take a listen and listen to what he had to say about how to finally corral Patrick Mahomes. This is what he said. We got the Jordan rules, and we've got what I'm calling now, from now on and as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. The Pistons used to whip Jordan's ass. Anytime he came into the hole, elbows, love taps, they were in his head mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. So I showed my guys Jordan getting his ass whooped. We've got to knock the head off the snake. How does that equate to football, really? I mean, seriously. That happened all the time in the 70s and 80s when there really weren't rules Mm -hmm. to protect the quarterback. And I think they've gone overboard. I'm not yet. I hear you on that. I'm not I'm not passing that much is true. They have maybe gone a little overboard, which makes it even less relevant. Right. I mean, to try to do something like the Jordan rules to Patrick Mahomes. Be good at what you do, you know, and 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 let that speak for yourself. I get the whole toughness thing. I get the whole, we're the Raiders. We're going to carry our emotions on our sleeve. We've got Max Crosby on one end playing like a, a guy possessed and his hair on fire. Okay, that's fine. You can be that kind of persona, but... Be be better at what you do, and don't worry about what Patrick Mahomes brings to the table. Well, what they're saying is they want to rough him up. Well, of course, it's what they're saying. Okay, how if, the hell's that work out? If you want to do that, um, you won't be giving up fifteen yard pass plays. You'll be giving up fifteen yards in huge chunks with penalty after penalty after penalty. Yeah, how 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 are your chances when you're giving the other team about one hundred and twenty yards of penalties? every game and all of the time of possession that comes with extra possessions. See, to me, if, if you are going to take shots, first of all, you're stating your intention. Right, and that's right, what I was going to go next. Right off the top. Right. You're already stating your intention. So you don't think officials are going to be looking for this kind of crap from <laughs> right. here? I mean, my, right. and then, then you're going to keep Patrick Mahomes on the field longer then you want to right. because, the frankly, the most effective way to deal with Patrick Mahomes is to keep him off the field. But no, let's let's just start getting penalized to make a point. We're badass. Well, great, but you're also giving him another three or four downs. There'd be no such thing as the Jordan rules in today's NBA. None. But, but back then, it was a much more physical league. 
What Antonio Pierce clearly doesn't understand is the game is completely different than it was back in the late 1980s. Not only in basketball, but in football as well. And I think you brought up the most salient point, which is you just gave the referees something to look for. Sure. And Max Crosby and Patrick Mahomes already have a history. So now you haven't put a target on Patrick Mahomes' back. You've put a target on on Max Crosby's back. Yeah, your own defense. It it's it it's to me it's bluster. Yes, he was, and he was sounding like a tough guy, and that's fine. I, I mean, I'm not going to say that Antonio Pierce isn't a tough guy. He is a tough guy. He is a tough guy. He was a, he was a tough linebacker. I will give him. I'll give credit where yep. it's due. I just don't think this is the best plan. <laughs> it, it just doesn't seem to. The more I think of it, the less I think, what do you get out of it? Just be good at what you do. Have a really good defense. Win your four-on-four battles up front and defend like hell on the backside. That's how you beat Patrick Mahomes. I am not suggesting this is apples to apples. However, this is all in the same produce section. The last time somebody suggested... Not publicly, but somebody suggested something like this. Sean Payton got suspended for one year. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Bounty, uh, bounty gate. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So at least Sean Payton and Greg Williams, they didn't put it out in public. It leaked out. Yes. Right? Antonio Pierce just put it out for everyone to digest. It doesn't mean they're going to have a bounty on... Patrick Mahomes, but what they have just said was, we're going to go after this guy. Yeah. Legally, not legally, rough him up, make him think about us, so on and so forth. But you have to do it legally. That's just the way the game is. And oh, by the way, um, the and I've said this for years, and I grew up a Bears fan, the 1985 Chicago Bears would not be able to play in today's NFL. Yeah. Probably not. Nope. Nope. Not, not even close. Yep. Otis Wilson would be thrown out of so many games and suspended and fined all the time. Same with Wilbur Marshall. Same with Steve McMichael. All those guys. They'd have a tough time staying on the field. Those were three guys that you really worried about coming after you after the play. Look, Wilbur, Otis, and McMichael. And I get it. I get even guys in this market who lament the way that the game is going. And I understand why they played at a time when there was no holds barred, when the rules of engagement and physicality were different. And I do understand the whole sissifying of the game. Although I think it's ridiculous because there's nothing sissified about playing in the national football league, but the game is evolving period. This is my advice to Antonio Brown before you open your mouth the next time. I have two words for you if this is your plan. Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce. Right. I have two words for you. Kareem Jackson. Kareem Jackson. You want Max sitting on the sidelines for a while? Kareem Jackson. What do we have coming up on Just In Case You Missed It? Rick Pitino is standing by his comments in a post-game news conference where he blasted his players. And what should the Bills do about Von Miller? That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. 
Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman today. There's an auction for vehicles, contract or rental yard equipment featuring ATVs, UTVs, tools, mini skid steers, air compressors, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Uh, on Saturday, I went down to Nola Jane uh, for lunch, and it was fantastic. But here's the problem I have when I go to a restaurant and there's something that I love on the menu. Mm. I keep ordering the same thing over well, and over I hear every time because I know what I like. I get the I get the sausage gumbo with dirty rice, and I get the debris po' boy. And just for fun, I started looking through the menu. I don't even look through the menu anymore because I know what I get. Yeah. And I'm an idiot because I'm looking at this menu right now. And I'm like, how come I'm not ordering other things? Because we're creatures of habit. And I need to stop that. With that, I want to bring in Mike Goldman. He's the executive chef and owner at Nola Jane Restaurant and Bar. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? How come you have never told me, Eric, try the gator sausage bow boy? How come you? No, seriously. And I'm actually more disappointed in you. How come it's you, on you, Mike? It really is. How come you have never said to me that I should get the jalapeno hush puppies? Why am I not well, getting the southern fried okra? This I'm putting this on I you. I wanted to start my morning. You know, it's my fault, of course. Uh, <laughs> well, like you said, you know what you like, and it works for me. And by the time you've shown up, we've had a shot or two, maybe. You know, right? Possible, right? That's just more thinking I don't want to deal with. But so, <laughs> you should absolutely try the jalapeno hush puppies. You should try the okra and you should definitely try the gator po' boy. So for those who are a creature of habit, what would you recommend for somebody who has never had authentic Cajun cuisine? What are some things on the menu that you would say you should really try this? Because honestly, you really can't get it anywhere else in Denver. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Uh my favorite thing to offer people who are new to our cuisine, if they're just ready to go, they want to try it all, I like to give them blackened catfish over our dirty rice, smothered in our crawfish etouffee, and then a side of our collard greens. That's my favorite go-to dish for someone new. Hmm. But the debris po'boy you always try, that's yeah. a staple. It's so I mean, good. that's the old, the original, it's the po'boy. I'm done with that. I got I, I got to go new. I, I got to go new. I really do. And now sure. I'm look, I'm looking at this gator sausage po' boy. How is that That's gator really sausage made? How's the sausage so, made? Right? How's the sausage we, made? We have a a local company here in Denver that that does it for us. It's 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 alligator. It's a little bit of pork, some carrot, garlic. Uh, it's just a, a traditional Cajun style sausage. So it's not an andouille. Just made with our gator. Um, and then we take that, we dress it with a remoulade slaw and a garlic aioli, and it's a fabulous sandwich. Okay. Really, really good. Now, my partner here only eats fish. He does not eat meat, sausage, pork, sure. anything like that. Ironically, we're Jewish, and we both eat pork, but that's a conversation yeah. for another day. <laughs> Give me some things Indeed. that Bruce and his wife Sarah can get when they go down there. Well, like I said, that, that first plate I offered, just switch out the dirty rice for white rice, and it's completely pescatarian. Uh, you're all set there. Um, our corn mock shoe is something people don't normally jump all over because they just don't know what it is. But it's basically a um, it's a southern style corn casserole that is phenomenal. It's once you try it, 
people order it every time. It's just so good. Mm. Uh, we do actually quite a bit of what we do is pescatarian. Um, sandwich wise, our soft shell crab po' boy is outstanding. Really, really fun. You're giving me options, my man. Now That's I'm, what get, I'm here to do, bro. I'm, I hear I'm, you. I'm going to give you two more options because again, I'm an idiot. I don't go through the menu. I'm looking at your menu right now. I did not even know you had a chocolate chip bread pudding. And I'm, oh, lo- yeah. I'm looking at the picture. Are you effing serious? How good that looks? It's really tasty. And oh, by the way, it is really hard to find a really good key lime pie in this city anywhere. And you guys make it there every day? Ooh, absolutely. I mean. Those are our two staple desserts. And people seem to really dig them. And works for me. So how do you make the chocolate chip bread pudding? So it's. Uh, uh, our little secret, not that it's a secret anymore, but it's a uh, half brioche and half Hawaiian roll. So it really oh. gets that great sweet flavor to it. Yeah. Everyone loves Hawaiian rolls. Yes, they, yes we do. Um, we, we build it, of course. We add in our chocolate chips and we make a, 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 a cream and a half and half mix with it. Sweeten the bad boy up. We bake it off and then uh, it's topped with a dulce de leche and rum glaze. Basically, it's sweetened condensed milk that's been cooked down and turned into almost a caramel. Uh, and then we add a little bit of rum to it, because why wouldn't you And go from there? So why are we doing fireball shots when I can have a dessert with rum in it? Because you're doing well, we fireball do shots. That's, that's why. That's probably true. I mean, yeah, you know, stick, right. <laughs> yeah, stick with it. There's nothing wrong with that. No. no. Mike, how do, people, what you know. how do people find you? NolaJaneDenver.com, uh, and we're on uh, Market Street between 14th and 15th. Right down the right street. Downtown. Right down the street from Ball Arena. Yep. Pre-game there, right. Nola Jane. Post-game there, Nola Jane. Nuggets, Avs concerts. Thanks, Mike. Have a great day. You got it, guys. Take care. See you. Time now for the final word. The final word. Is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at argonautliquor.com. Just in case you missed it, St. John's coach Rick Pitino said he stands by the criticism he leveled at his team on Sunday night after the Red Storm blew a 19-point first-half lead in a six-point home loss to Seton Hall. Uh, Pitino said, Our lateral quickness and our toughness is just something I've never witnessed in all my years of coaching, adding, We are so non-athletic that we can't guard anybody without fouling. Um well, what do you think about Patino questioning his players' toughness and mentioning several by name while describing their athletic shortcomings? Well, he at, went on to say that he made those statements <clears throat> so his team would read them in print or hear them, uh, which is interesting. <clears throat> but that's that's the way that his coaching experience wanted to communicate it. I, I don't have a problem with it. This is a team that started off very quickly. This is a team right now that is floundering. They are his athletes. I'm yep. pretty sure that he's recruited into the program. Yep. So obviously he bears some of the responsibility. All the himself. responsibility. <laughs> he recruited these non-athletes. Right. I mean, you You're might insulting yourself. Yeah. You might want to. You might want to try to get better players into the program. So uh, interesting, but you know. That's this is how he's communi- how he chooses to communicate it. A lot of guys do it differently. That, that's like a football coach. If 
five years in saying, I don't like our roster. And he's the guy, essentially, that's like Sean Payton five years in saying, I don't like the roster. He's the guy making the decisions. And that's that's not a shot at Sean Payton. I'm saying any, any coach that buys the groceries, you're insulting yourself. You're insulting yourself. All right, just in case you missed it, the Buffalo Bills can create roughly $17.5 million in 2024 cap space by trading Von Miller after June 1st. Uh, this past season, Von had no sacks, five tackles, and 14 games played while being paid $14.9 million, so about $2.98 million per tackle. Uh, what should the Bills do about Von Miller? What's he making this next year? What's his, what's his contract worth? Uh, $17.5 million in cap space. Mm-hmm. Who's trading for Von Miller? Who's trading for him? I, I mean... Von, start the clock on getting into the Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, make it work in Buffalo if they want you, or don't, because no one else is going to... You're not going to trade Von Miller with the contract that he has right now. It's I, I not going to happen. I think there is a slightly, and I mean slightly better chance, of the Bills trading Von Miller as the Broncos have of trading Russell Wilson. Right. Sorry. That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor, just in case you missed it. Argonaut always has great specials on wine, specifically from Chile and Portugal, 15% off. You can order online at ArgonautWineAndLiquor.com. Also, you can check them out off of Colfax or order on their app as well. That is going to do it for us. Uh, guys, fantastic job as always. Nigel and Alex, same with you, Bruce. I'll try and do better tomorrow. Make the best possible day you can.